podcast world, welcome to the Canal Valley Church Sermon Podcast. We like to think of it as deep biblical teaching that's actually made fun. If you like it, you can listen to more series at www.canalvalleychurch.org. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Once again to the Kanawha Valley Church, it's uh, exciting to have everybody here this morning. Appreciate uh, everybody who did parts of service already this morning. What a great time of worship and getting our hearts set on God at every point. And I appreciate what uh, what Cody said about how grateful he is to have a climate-controlled environment to worship God. Or semi-climate controlled. <laughs> but amen. Did you notice Cody was a little more radiant today than normal? There was like a certain, I don't know, glow coming off of him. That would be because his girlfriend Bree Fletcher is visiting from Delaware. Go ahead and stand up, Bree. We're going to embarrass you. We're not going to embarrass everybody. We're going to embarrass Bree. Great to have Bree visiting with us. That's Cody's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, we do have so many people visiting with us today. It's great to have Ashley back with us to start the semester and, and her ride here. Michelle, the Van Awesomes. We love you guys. And it was great to see that Danny got promoted. Yeah. Lieutenant Colonel. Man, he's the boss. That's great. Congratulations. Great to have you guys with us. Uh, we also have a big Louisville crew hanging out with us here. Yeah. Got Louisville up front. Represent- Lexington, Louisville, Kentucky. There you go. Amen. Great to have you guys with us. Um, I did want to let everybody know a couple things. One is a lot of you guys are wondering what happened here. There was a, I'll just say there was a bear involved. And don't, he got the worst of it. I'm, I'm doing better than he is. No, I'm kidding. I had a small skin cancer removed. Not a big deal. Uh, as well as I do want to let you know, we did pray for Sharon. They're not here this morning because she is getting a CAT scan today. I know, weird Sunday of all days to do a CAT scan, but they are. It is just a routine scan. It's not that they found anything new or anything like that. It's just her standard annual routine scan for cancer, but uh, everything's going great. What's that? Every three months, not annual. So anyway, it's routine is the point. So not, we didn't want anybody to be on alert about that. So um, awesome. Other announcements. We have one other announcement that we're excited to make today. We have another baby coming. Rory and Rashawn are pregnant. Who called it? Who knew it before it was announced? Did anybody like? What was it? Did she have the pregnant lady glow, or was it? You just know. It's like either that or she gets sick an awful lot. One of the two is happening. Amen. No, she is not sickly. She is, in fact, with child. Congratulations. So excited for you guys on your first. And any chance I get to embarrass Rashawn, I wholeheartedly take and rejoice in. So, amen. Well, uh, we have up on our board here uh, our theme for the year. All will know based on the scripture, John 13, 35, by this all will know that you're my disciples by the love you have for one another. It's been shared today a little bit uh, already is that we are transitioning focus as a church to small groups. Up until now, we've essentially operated as one big, happy, small group. 
with some ministries in it, which has been lovely. But if we're going to grow past this, we need to get a lot more small groups going. And so that's our transition. And so this month as a church, we're focusing on studying out how do we have healthy, growing small groups as a church? Because we don't just want to get everybody into small groups and then they're lame, right? We don't want that. We want healthy, growing, small groups uh, to where all will know and hear the message of Jesus Christ through them. And so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be studying this whole month, all of January, some of the characteristics of healthy, growing, small groups. Now, as a church, this is a little divergence for us. We are an expository church where we generally preach through books of the Bible. We love studying scriptures. I feel a little weird today. We're going to go through a whole sermon, and I may not actually open my Bible because all the scriptures are up here. That is uncharacteristic of us, but it's because we want to study together these characteristics of healthy, growing, small groups. Amen? So let's launch in together and go on this exciting journey together as a church. So... As they, they were, this is all based on a book called Small Groups, Big Impact, who did a lot of research on healthy, growing small groups all over the world. They pulled thousands of churches, thousands of small, churches, uh, small groups, and their leaders and their members on what, uh, what was actually working. And as they did this, there were three dynamics of health and growth that they saw in small groups. The first one was conversion growth. That when they saw a church with healthy small groups, there was conversion growth. The second was assimilation into the small group, where people not only became Christians, but then they connected with those small groups relationally. But not just relationally, they actually began to take on responsibilities in the small group. And we'll talk about that some more. And the third part was that the small groups would multiply. They would not stay together forever, but through growth and through assimilation, they would actually multiply to become two groups and four groups and six groups. Does that make sense? And so they saw this pattern of conversions, growth, leading to assimilation, leading to multiplication, which then repeated itself in a new small group. Amen? So those were the three dynamics of, a, of health and growth that they found in small groups. And so those are the three things we're going to be looking for and focusing on as we build our small groups. Well, how do we do that? What did all the research bear out about how you built these three dynamics into the small groups? Well, there were four characteristics, four factors of health and growth that came out, okay? The first one was prayer. Okay, that's the one we're going to be talking about today. The second one was reach, which is a focus on the lost, outreach to others. Third one was care, having a caring environment where people had their uh, spiritual and their physical needs met by the group, by a loving, warm family group. And the fourth one was empowerment, where people were empowered in the small group to take on responsibilities and practice ministry in the small group, okay? So those are the four characteristics, and that is, in fact, what we're going to be studying each week as through the month of January. We're going to take one of those characteristics each week and focus on studying that out together, okay? And what they found as they went through this, that each of these four factors affected certain areas, certain parts of those three dynamics. Here's what I mean by that. Churches or uh, small groups that had leaders and groups that were were strong in prayer had a lot of conversion growth, and we're going to talk about that more today. Groups that were strong in outreach had, you guessed it, conversion growth. See that? 
Groups that were strong in caring for one another were high in assimilation and making people feel a part of the family. That makes sense, right? The group is caring, loving. People want to be a part of that group, right? But this was a surprise one. Groups that were good at empowering people to take on different responsibilities and roles in the small group were actually effective, more effective in assimilating people into the small group. Because when someone just comes and sits there and takes, they may feel really loved, but when they actually start to take on roles and give and serve, it then feels like it's theirs. Does that make sense? So empowering people actually did two things. It assimilated people to the group, but it also fostered multiplication because then you had lots of people who were able to do things. You had leaders being trained and raised up as they took on responsibility. You had many people who were able to organize and serve in different ways because everybody was taking on responsibility for things, not just one or a few of the people. Does that make sense? And so we're going to talk a lot about that in our week on Empower. So these four factors were what they found in the healthy, growing groups. And so that's what we're going to focus on because we want to see those three things happen in our small groups. Amen? You guys with me? Exciting stuff, isn't it? Thrilling. I'm with you. So let's talk about our focus for today is pray. Bar none, this was the number one characteristic of health, healthy, growing, small groups. The most important thing. To the point where the author of the book literally said, if you learn nothing else in this book, learn this. Pray. (laughs) That's how important this was. One interesting part of this, um, well, what was it that when they polled them that that came out as uh, the important things about the prayer life? The first one was consistency. Okay, a consistent prayer life was more important uh, than, you know, someone who prayed all night but then didn't pray for three weeks. Does that make sense? Someone who was consistently striving to be close to God and to pray consistently for others. And that was the second part was the focus of their prayer were for the members of their small group, for non-Christian friends and family members that they were reaching out to and wanting to help become Christians And the third one was praying for the small group meetings. Now this one, oh, that didn't show up as good as I thought it would. Let me see if it'll do it better. Watch this. Ready? Look down by the meetings one. Fireworks. This was huge. That's why I put fireworks with it. So much so. Listen to this. It blew my mind. They actually polled people. And if I was to ask you what was more important, that a small group leader spend time working on the lesson or that a small group leader spend time praying for the meeting? Right. We would all think you got to have a great lesson, right? Preparing the amount of time spent preparing for the lesson had negligible effect on the health and growth of the small group. Barely any. As a preacher, that rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, what are you talking about here? But groups where they spent time praying for the meetings specifically, as well as all the others, praying for their, the, the other members of the group and, and praying for the non-Christian friend, but praying specifically for the small group meetings, it was overwhelming 
the difference in growth in all four factors for that small group. Are you with me? So, guess what we're going to pray for? You got, well, all of them. But we're going to make sure (laughs) we're praying for the meetings. Amen? So you see, these were the characteristics, though, of prayer that that, that most determined those four growth factors being found in the small group. Sound good? Any questions up until now? You guys with me on this? What's that? They, they said, generally speaking, about a half an hour, people who spent about a half an hour a day uh, in their devotional time, that was kind of the thing. You want to know what the greatest killer to this factor was? Number one killer. Amount of time spent watching TV. It was prayer time, TV down here, and when it was flipped the other way, TV to prayer time, that's where you saw the, these factors being killed. Okay? Now, one of the shocking things that came out, one of the biggest correlations between any of the factors and those growth dynamics, any of those growth factors and then the three dynamics, one of the biggest connections was prayer to conversion growth. How much of a difference do you think it would have? Let's try this. In groups where the leader had a strong prayer life, 83% of those groups saw someone become a Christian in the past nine months. In groups where the leader had a weak prayer life, only 19%. That's four times the difference. That's huge. So what's the point of all this? Prayer is wildly important for our small groups to be effective. Now that may be like, here we are, 101, no-brainer, right. But we've got to talk about it. We've got to address it and make sure that as we build the culture of our small groups, that this is at the center of it. Let's look at a couple passages here. Here we have Jesus' example up here in Luke 22. I pray for you that your faith will not fail. He's talking to Peter here. Uh, And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers here Peter is in the midst of, uh, you know, being tested by Satan as Jesus is getting killed and he falls away. And what does Jesus say he did for him? He prayed for him. He interceded in prayer for him. Here's Jesus on the cross. He prays for the people that are killing him. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his clothes. Jesus prayed for people. Uh, In Acts chapter 12, we see the example of the church. It's all over the place. Acts 1, they were constantly in prayer. Acts chapter 2, they devoted themselves to prayer. But here in Acts 12, we see a specific example of intercession where they're praying for each other. So Peter's being persecuted. He was kept in prison. But earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. And we know there he is released by the angel and set free from prison and all that kind of stuff. So here we see the church praying specifically for people. These are all teachings from the letters. We have 1 Timothy, first of all. In other words, top priority, first thing. I urge that supplication, prayer, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. What's Paul say? Man, as a church, what should be the first priority, the first thing we're doing, the first thing we're thinking about? He comes up with all kinds of words for it. Supplication, prayer, intercession. Like I don't even know the difference between all of those. Right? Just pray a lot. For who? For all people. That's a big list. That's a big prayer list, people. You guys ever see The Grinch Stole Christmas? 
He walks out and he, he's like, he takes out the phone book. Alistair A. Abernathy, I hate you. You know what I mean? He starts going through the whole, you don't remember that part of the phone book to declare his hatred for the people in Whoville? That's what he's saying. He's like, get the phone book out. Pray for everybody. All people. No, don't get the phone book out. You got, I know what everyone's thinking. Like, oh my goodness, Rich. This is not such a good idea anymore. Like, No, but what's the point? Man, we should be praying for all kinds of people, calling on God's power to work in people's lives. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> the phone book prayer, that's great. <laughs> Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. So you don't know what to pray for we ought to, uh, as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans uh, too deep for words. Here we see the Spirit is actually interceding, praying for us. 2 Corinthians 1.11, you also must help by prayer. Paul is asking them to help him by prayer so that many will give thanks on, on behalf of our blessing granted us through the prayers of the many. Ephesians 6.18, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people, interceding, praying for one another. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out to be to my deliverance. Here Paul is in prison. He recognizes I need God's people to pray, so this will turn out well. You guys get the point, right? Yeah. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power and it is working. Throughout the Bible, we see the importance of intercessory prayer. Yeah. Where we're praying for people, we're praying for one another, and that's where God works. But the greatest example of all, in my humble opinion, Hebrews chapter 7, this is talking about Jesus. Now, there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing office, but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he's able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. What is Jesus doing? He is praying for us. Okay? Guys, as we imitate Jesus, as we become like Him, as we strive, not just to go after small groups for small groups sake, but to really see the power of God unleashed in our lives, in the lives of the people around us, it begins and ends with God. And it begins and ends with us accessing that power of God through prayer. Amen? So here's my prayer challenge. This week, I want to ask everybody to study prayer in one quiet time this week. Now, that doesn't mean only have one quiet time this week. I think you should have a quiet time every day this week. But in one of those quiet times, (laughs) just to be clear what I'm challenging you to here, (laughs) make prayer the focus of your quiet time. Build conviction. Study inspiring stories. Allow God's Word to build into you the need to be a praying small group. And then pray for your small group every day this week. Pray for every member in your small group. And guess what? Pray for the meetings. Pray that God work powerfully. Now, as we were talking about this, John Johnson told me about an app that he found that's really helpful with this. So at this time, I'd like to call John up on stage to come share a little bit about uh, the app that he uses for his intercessory prayer. Thanks, Rich. All right. I'm the token millennial with some apps. 
If I go upper, right? Down. Down. With the page. Down. With the. <laughs> Always learning. That's that's what we do. <laughs> All right. Oh, too fast. Got it. Got it. There we are. So this app is called uh, Echo Prayer. Um, and it's not, if you don't get this, if your phone doesn't support it, it's fine. There's other apps out there. But just, just to show what technology can do these days, it's really helpful. Um, it's a very basic app. When you open it up, there's like two buttons. <laughs> very simple. You can add prayers to it, or you can just start praying. What it does, it just, it just shuffles through your prayer list. Uh, if you're like me, I like to pray while I drive, but then I get like stuck on like one person, and I just pray for a long time on that one person, and I'm like, well, okay, here's a few other things, and I spend a long time on those, but I, ha- I know there's like a list of like 50 things to pray for, but I only pray for like 10. And so this, this app is helpful for me because I can, all right, I've, I've prayed for this, now I can switch to the next one. And you just swipe, and it goes through your list. So... What we're actually going to do is pray through some of my prayers. So just imagine you're you're out walking about or driving somewhere. A church building. And so you don't have to close your eyes, but I'm going to pray through some of these. God, pray for us to get a church building. A building that we can call our own, that we can set up our own sound system and just leave it there to lock everything up. We can host things. We can um, have events. We can have a kitchen to cook these meals. We can have kids' kingdom classes that are safe and secure, that uh, um, we don't have to worry about them messing with other people's equipment, stuff like that. Amen. Amen. Good parking as well. Uh, God, I pray for my family. I'm excited for everyone here to pray this with me. I pray for my family to become disciples. Uh, it's a little bit more specific on that, but this might be taped, so we'll just keep going on that. <laughs> God, please help me with my reliance on you. It's such a pivotal thing. Even as a quote-unquote mature disciple, I can often rely on myself to get through the day. Today, help me to rely on you, not my own wisdom, knowledge, or skills, whatever. That's all worthless if I'm not relying on you. God, I pray for the Stevens house to sell. If you guys don't know this, they've been trying to sell their house for months. Um, God can make it happen. So all together, we pray for the Stevens house to sell. Amen? Amen. Small group success. Yes. God, we pray for uh, all the small groups to have success in conversion growth, to be inclusive of people, that when people visit, they're just like, I felt included in their group. I want want to be a part of that. Uh, I pray for the leaders to multiply, everyone in the group to want to be, learn more leadership stuff. I pray for um, us to be caring, to be praying, yeah. that we can tell others about Jesus, and that we can be empowered in new and exciting ways. Mm. See, this is easy. I'm just swiping. <laughs> God, I, I pray for Rory. Mm. I, write, I pray for Rory to write a, a song. 
that blows up worldwide. I, I, asked, I asked him what he wanted me to pray for, so. I pray, I pray for him for that. All right, so th- those are just a few of my prayer requests. Uh, you can load it up with as many as possible. Um, and you can actually set reminders on all these prayer requests. So if you want to just pray for certain things on Mondays or Tuesdays or weekdays or weekends, you can set these reminders, and they'll just pop up on your phone, pray for Jacob. And you're like, oh, do you got to pray for Jacob? Yeah. There, you see some options for these reminders every day, every year, every month, week, or every day. There's an option for never. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this, this is an exciting thing that just happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, you can get your small group into this app. And in this app, you can share each other's small group prayer requests. So you can um, pray for your personal things, or you can choose to pray for your small group stuff, or you can mix it in with your whole list. Yeah. It's really helpful and encouraging because... Um, I don't know how often you guys ask everyone what your prayer request is, but it's easy to get like a, hey, everybody, just text me your prayer request, and they put it in there. And so it's really helpful. Those are some of the options. It's a very basic list. It's not a very difficult app, those of you who are not millennials. And then at the end... All, when, you, when you're finished swiping through, you, you might stop halfway or finish through your entire list. It'll, it'll bring up all the people in your list that their prayer request uh, was put in there. So if, so if Angie put in a list that I was able to pray for, at the end, it, can, it gives you the option to encourage them. And so if they also have the app and uh, you pray for them that day, you can just hit, yeah, encourage them. And then when they open their app, They'll say, hey, Adam prayed for you today. Or, oh, Katie prayed for me today. And you're like, oh, sweet. I feel encouraged. Oops, there we go. So that was it. So, again, that's the Echo Prayer app. And there's many other apps just like it. Uh, it doesn't. Have, if you don't get this one, it's not that important, but... It's just, a, it's just a new way to make sure that we're going through our prayer lists and being efficient and um, using technology to praise God. Amen? Amen. All right. Amen. Thanks so much, John. All right. So just a reminder, prayer challenge for this week. In one of your quiet times, study prayer. And the second thing is pray every day for your small group, for every member in your small group, as well as for the meetings. What I want to do right now is instead of just talking about prayer, I want to close out by praying. So I'd like to ask all of the small group leaders to come on up here. And I've asked Nick and Brent to say a prayer. And I'd like to ask everybody to stand up and hold hands, link arms, high five. Everybody join together as we approach God to start our small group. Uh, adventure. So, amen. All small group leaders, come on up here. And Brent and Nick are going to say a prayer for us. Amen. Amen, let's pray. Um, Father, what a great time it is to be 
here with our family, our spiritual yeah. family. What a great lesson, Father. You know, I, I really get into this stuff when I see people go do research about, about what it takes to be successful at anything. And I think, you know, when I see this, the studies done on this, and then I see uh, the scriptures, like, oh, yeah, the Bible's been saying this for, like, 2,000 years. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we just right. sometimes aren't paying attention. <laughs> but pray. Duh. You know, but... Um, God, I'm so fired up to be able to pray for these groups. I'm so excited. I feel like my vision is just soaring for what we can do with small groups, God. And and I want to pray for some specific things, God. I first of all pray just the plan we have for all small groups, God. We have several groups in our church. We've divided them up, God. We have little families starting. I just pray, God, that your hand is with all of them, that you're developing family, Father. You're developing... um, that assimilation or just everyone feeling that they're they're getting their needs met, Father, being part of something, taking ownership of something, God, being empowered to do things. Most of all, God, I pray that we all have a spirit of unity in prayer, especially this week. I love the call that we're all going to pray for all of each other this week. We're going to pray for the members of our group. We're going to pray for the meetings of our group, God. What a great thing it is to start it off that way. And and I and I my hope and my dream for our church, Father, is that we can all be just like every single member of the church has a strong prayer life in you, Father. That's my hope, God. I also want to pray for the meetings. You know, this week we're going to meet as small groups, God. Be with these meetings, God. I pray that they go incredibly well, that they're encouraging and fun and exciting and, and passionate, Father, and that it's the start to something amazing, uh, God. And I, I want to pray also for all our friends and family that we're reaching out to, Father. The list is long. There's lots of people we want to see become Christians, God, and do well with you and and have great relationship with you, God. And I pray, Father, we bring them before you that you will raise up their hearts, God, and help them to um, be soft-hearted to the scriptures, God, and come to our you know, to church or come to a Bible study, come to our small group meetings, Father, and see what it's like, see what life can be like, because we know, God, we see it every day, people are hurting. They don't, you know, people don't know how to live a life in this world. The world is cruel, and God, we want to show them your son Jesus and how amazing it is that he is intercessing for them all the time, every day, for eternity, Father. So we pray this in your son's name, amen. Amen. Uh, God, I just, um, I'm so thankful to be able to be in these small groups and in a way being the leader in one of them, God, I feel privileged and I feel, I just want to be humble before you and uh, be the best that I can for you. And God, I pray for every one of these groups that through them, every person grows in faith and love in love for one another, God, and that with that, everything else comes into play perfect. And everybody coming in will see that love. And this verse that the, what the lesson was on today, um, everyone will know that we are your disciples right. by our love for one another, God. And it's hard to love one another when we're having trouble loving you, God. So I just pray that you help us to do that. Um, ignite a fire in our soul just to be sold out um, every day to spend time with you, not take any days off, not go half-hearted any day this year, God, for the rest of our lives, um, to really take our relationship with you serious. Um, And with this prayer, just continue to pray for every member, uh, the meetings, people who we want to see get closer to you, God. but we have to have that right focus. So I just pray that you ignite that focus in us this moment, if it's not already there. Um, I love you. I love everybody here. And I pray that you bless this in such an amazing way. 
you want everybody to come to the knowledge of you and come into a relationship with you. And I pray that through these groups, we can reach as many people as possible, God. But it's all through you. Uh, let it not. Let us not ever think it's on our own power. But it's all you working. Let us see miracles done. Um, let us see the book of Acts lived out right now, God, in 2018. And but all for your glory, because we love you and we're thankful. Help us to have that focus. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. This time we're going to stand for a closing song.